0: Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast and your weekend sports cars interview show. Who do we have? One of my favorite people from North America. His name is Steve Bortolotti. and what does he do? Well, he and the FAF family and a bunch of amazing mechanics and crew and drivers—they make speed, they make championships, and they make fun. They're also switching to a new make. You like that, Steve? Look at that little transition. We're going from the famous and beloved Plaid Porsche, the Faf Porsche 911 GT3R, completing your final race this week at Motul Petit Le Mans, transitioning to a new make, a new manufacturer for next year. Let's start there, Steve. I know in the background, you have been searching and looking for increased and enhanced opportunities for Faf Motorsports. Tell me about this new engagement with McLaren. It might not be the first thing that comes to mind for folks, but I actually think this might be the perfect fit, short term and long term.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the the kind words about our program. Uh, yeah, FAF uh, FAF is a you know it's a retail company has had a history with McLaren since you know kind of the rebirth of the brand as like making road cars back in uh, late 2011, early 2012. So um, we've been there. Uh, importer of record for Canada for a number of years, so our uh, our relationship maybe in our home market is is well known with the McLaren brand, and yeah, it's from a you know from a racing standpoint, the uh, um, admiration I have for for a lot of the folks at McLaren and and what they've accomplished, you know, both in in Formula One, IndyCar, as you know, well all sports cars uh, in the past, is, is something I, I hold near and dear to my heart, and something I've always wanted our our program to to find a way to be a part of and getting to know Alan and the the folks at McLaren over, um, you know, Mark, Ian (laughs) broke my rule of not mentioning people by name because then I I forget somebody and I feel bad later. But, uh, you know, everyone at McLaren that we've met and come across, everyone's, you know, they're all racers, right? And, and I love their passion for the sport and their desire to compete at the highest level and um, you know, kind of found, let's say, our kindred spirit with them and wanting to, to race to win week in and week out and, and see if we can write our own chapter of their amazing motorsport history here in North America.
0: So I'm going to ask the most important question first, the, the in-depth hardcore question. So the very first sponsor of my podcast, Steve, Our friends, your friend, your fellow Canadians, torontomotorsports.com, they have become your sales agent of record uh, on the IMSA trail with that pretty awesome pop-up tent that they have everywhere there. We have some other great partners as well, and the Justice Brothers and certainly Cooper Tires. The link here, the linkage with yourselves and torontomotorsports.com, been very heavy on the Plaid Porsche. The colors that everybody loves, it's going to be a bit of a bit of an evolution here, right? We're not going to be having that same traditional lumberjack-looking livery here on this gorgeous new McLaren 720S GT3 Evo. Doesn't mean it's gone altogether. Subtlety, maybe a little bit of a Easter egg hunt. Who knows? Could be part of the fun when we return here in 2024 in the GTD Pro class. Tell me about that. Seems like y'all are growing up a little bit, wearing uh, suits and ties now instead of uh, heading out to a party.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the uh, yeah, I mean, Motul Petit Le Mans will be the last race in you know for the plaid Porsche and, and that livery as as we know it. And uh, it's it's been fun. It's been iconic to engage with the fans and um, you know have fun with them in, in new and unique ways. But uh, yeah, looking forward, the, the car will have uh, a more McLaren look and, and adopt some orange and we're still working on the livery and we don't want to, you know, lose, lose our identity completely and, and get totally away from the plaid. But we've, we've got some, Amazingly creative people and like you said an easter egg hunt throughout the car or spot the plaid and maybe we can uh, drive uh, some people to derek because i think we'll have to i'm sure his tunes will come up that you know we're starving derek by not having plaid to sell and everything <laughs> else so <laughs> i'm sure there's going to be a tune to to follow that he'll poke fun at the situation but he's he's amazing at what he does and you know uh, we're, we're so appreciative of how much plaid and how many fans we we see all over the racetrack. But like you said, this is a a growing up for our program of turning a a new leaf and a new chapter that we're incredibly excited about. And maybe we can find a way to turn that sea of plaid into a sea of orange at IMSO events going forward.
0: Yeah, the papaya orange is not a bad thing. And, you know, maybe there's a little uh, delineation here, right? Maybe the FAF McLaren is the more buttoned up option. Maybe you hold on to that plaid, though, for just strictly the FAF Motorsports gear. We're we're, we're coming up with multiple lanes of apparel and, and merch here. Uh,
1: Absolutely. Derek's going to have a lot of financial risk to take <laughs> on with all of our ideas. Perfect.
0: <laughs> Let's look at the success the team's had, Steve. Obviously, immensely powerful program here, running in GTD, now running in GTD Pro, champions, right? This is a championship winning team you have assembled. This is taking on a chassis that hasn't seen a ton of uptake so far in IMSA, right? We know Inception. I think they've done a a heck of a deal uh, with that car. I think they've done some pretty good business with it, run competitively, but this is certainly a chassis that has stood out to me. It really has been ripe for a championship winning top tier front running program like your own to say okay let's see if we can continue this model story add a little bit of extra title caliber dna whether it's turning wrenches on the engineering side etc tell me about that cuz i got to believe you're excited about the car's potential to hit gtd pro and take on some big factories but i think what y'all are going to do with it potentially maybe the most exciting thing here.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the car is, is extremely exciting with, you know, the architecture of it. And, and like you said, I think the, the folks at inception have done a remarkable job of, of putting the car and um, let's say a, a, a new light and, and really showing the potential of the car in the IMSA, um, in the IMSA space. And yeah, it's something that gets us extremely excited. That said, you know, our favorite, uh, you know balance of performance topic that uh, we'll try not to use that too much but um you know it, it comes and goes right it's fleeting you you some races you have it some races you don't it's just the the beauty of sports car racing so um you know the performance capabilities of the car is something that definitely caught our eye but you know looking at mclaren as a brand beyond just the 720s gt3 the looking ahead to the future like there's so much opportunity for uh growth and expansion, and to to be part of their story here in North America, you know, as you said, maybe not the most uptaken car, if that's a word, um, here in North America, but we want to be part of changing that. I mean, uh, I believe in, in the brand, I believe in the product. Uh, I know the car that, you know, I'm confident in, in our team and our mechanics and engineers to put a, a championship caliber, you know, car mechanically and, you know, from a pace standpoint on the track week in and week out. And, and we'll do that. And hopefully um, that gives other teams in this market, the confidence to to pick McLaren going forward. Cause at the end of the day, it's a business for us. It's a business for McLaren and we want to uh, be part of writing their story to, to grow their presence here in North America with customer racing.
0: So we're getting close to completing the season here, Steve, 10 hours, of Motul Petit Le Mans then we are done with the 2023 WeatherTech Sports Car Championship and that howling barking flat six naturally aspirated Porsche will fall silent in your colors then it's time to get to know this turbocharged V8 low slung very different vehicle from a mechanical standpoint powertrain standpoint tell me about the process of getting to know this new mclaren machine you'll be racing because you not only need to go testing to learn about it need to come up with ideas on what to do with it and how to make it a tiny bit better so hopefully you're winning races and vying for a title next year but what's the off season getting to know the new hot rod plan like for you so you can show up at december uh in december hopefully to test at daytona and then in january for the rolex 24 and feel like you are well studied and ready to go for a title
1: well, that's uh, that's a great question. So, um, I guess off the hop, we're unlikely, I'd say, to have the car in time for for the IMSA test in December. Um, this opportunity came together a bit a bit late, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But uh, yeah, once the checkered flag falls at uh, Motul Petit Le Mans, um, we've already you know up till now been engaging with with the f- folks at McLaren, asking a ton of questions. They've given us access to you know parts portal um you know the technical manual for the cars so having our engineering staff and our mechanics you know read through those documents gather the questions and then um there's going to be there's going to be a lot of emails you know uh, Mm. a lot of dialogue back and forth asking questions getting clarity and um you know i have to give mclaren credit the portal that they keep um a lot of the technical information and you know Um, care points for the car of what the mechanics need to look out for is is actually quite impressive so um the mechanics i think are armed with a lot of the uh the information that they need to to be on top of and start with but the car is uh, slated to be in our possession the, the week of december 15th um which yeah, it's it's uh sorry December 11th, uh which is yeah, a, a bit late for sure, but we'll be we'll make sure we're on track in early January uh before we rock up at the Roar and make sure we're comfortable. But yeah, it'll be a lot of virtual learning, a lot of um, you know, Microsoft Teams calls and a lot of uh um emails back and forth, but yeah, it'll be uh, a lot of work in the background for sure and then once once the uh once the car lands, it'll be uh all hands on deck and hopefully everyone's taking their vacation time before, uh, Mm. before the holidays, because there's not going to be a whole lot of time off from when the car lands to when we got to hit the, hit the track for some testing ahead of the roar.
0: I just want to see Santa delivering the car here. That's all I'm asking for. (laughs) That'll be amazing in December. Let's close on this, Steve. So you did have choices, right? Which brand should we align with to continue our story in IMSA? you have aligned with one in mclaren where for right now we know that the 720s gt3 evo is the top tier of what they're doing we certainly hear some pretty amazing rumors maybe a little bit stronger than rumors about could there be a mclaren gtp car here in the future could there be who knows a single make series of some sorts running We know McLaren has high aspirations to increase its presence in motor racing in North America. Not asking you to confirm anything for the future because you still got to get a car to run it first, but this seems like a pretty cool decision that you and Chris Pfaff have made and everybody there have made with a bit of potential for a longer and wider runway in the future. Tell me about that side because I know you wouldn't go into things strictly thinking gtd pro is the absolute limit and cap and there's no potential to do anything more in the future uh we're just going to limit ourselves i can't believe that's what you would have painted yourself into
1: no absolutely not and i mean it's a it's a strategic decision for you know for chris and i to uh you know to have gone down this route and you know mclaren looking at everything that was on the table i mean mclaren made the best business sense for us uh, at the end of the day they're um a growing company there's plenty of opportunity there's never going to be any guarantees in motorsport that if you do x you get y and that's um you know totally understandable and, and respectable you always have to prove yourself it is a performance-based business at the end of the day so um yeah we have to uh, be in the clubhouse in order to to look at those opportunities and, and be considered for those opportunities. And if uh, you know, I, I truly feel we're getting in at uh, you know, the ground level is probably not fair to say, but let's say the, the third or fourth floor of, of where McLaren's at um, in their rise and where they want to get to. And, you know, our, our feeling in our discussions with the brand is, is been, you know, we want to, we want to grow, we want to grow our business and we want to not just have our hand out and say, Hey, we want, you know pay us to run your car in gtd pro but you know we're smart enough people to know that you have to work for these opportunities you need to prove yourself and and you only do that by forming that relationship so it was it uh by no means does this feel like a risk from our side it's uh, certainly a, a big change after um you know nearly 40 years you know competing with the porsche brand so that's uh um that's going to be a change but at the same time the the growth potential here with mclaren is something that's got us all extremely extremely excited and um really looking forward to to what the future might hold whether that be like you said a single make or a gtp program or even you know the next generation of gt3 car and gtd pro it's it's all exciting and it's you know bluntly it's probably too much for one team anyway regardless of you know the global landscape with other you know major players that they have involved in other championships so um you know at the end of the day it's a really exciting brand to be part of and really exciting program to be launching here in uh, january 2024
0: is this a part where we confirm lando norris and oscar Piastri are you drivers (laughs) or do we do that after the podcast steve
1: i'll keep this part secret (laughs) we'll do that after all right all right. Good.
0: Steve, thanks for taking some time, brother. Great stuff. Yeah. So excited for you and the team and well-deserved, richly deserved. Five great years with the Plaid Porsche. Not getting rid of the Plaid altogether. I think that's going to be part of the fun. You and the team and our guy Derek Koska from torontomotorsports.com going to come up with. So, But if you're going to be at Petit Le Mans, that lovely Motul-sponsored event, be sure to stop by. Say hi to your friends at FAF. Uh, wave hello goodbye and thank you for the portion know that there'll be a, a pretty cool new hot rod sitting under that tent
1: in 2024 oh, thank you i appreciate that i appreciate you having me on